You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and burn your manual. This book that defines our expectations of self, but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, my tribe, and welcome to the very first episode of the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Whaley, MD. Before we get started talking about the manual, I want to tell you a little bit about myself and how this podcast came to be. So I am a physician still practicing full-time, and I dreamed of being a doctor for the longest time I can remember. I practically flew out of my mother's vagina with a stethoscope on. That's how long. So everything that I did in my life leading up to completing training was all for the purpose of achieving my dream. It was not an easy dream to achieve. It did not come inherently naturally for me. But I was all in, so I worked really, really hard to achieve the goal. Then, when I finished training, I was in a state of disbelief. Not denial, disbelief. That I had finished and did not like the result. So I was overworking, under self-caring, didn't like the person that I was. I wasn't living my life according to my actual stated priorities. It was just good talk, but I wasn't walking the walk. Getting through training was hard. Not going to lie about that. It was very, very hard. But I always told myself, it will be better when I'm finished. And then I was finished and it wasn't better. So what does any person who has spent all of their effort trying to achieve a dream only to find out that you had a little bit of buyer's remorse, what do you do? You go about your business, you change your circumstances, you go work somewhere else, because surely it will be better if we just change something. Now, I was very resistant to the idea that This wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I mean, for goodness sake, I had spent my entire lifetime up to that point working towards that moment. And I knew that I was going to have a very privileged life as a physician. So it almost created a sense of guilt for me that I had worked really hard, I had achieved it, and... Yet it was, I was miserable. I mean, that's just it. I was miserable. For the next several years, I kept working. I kept adjusting my circumstances. And then, right before the pandemic hit, I could not tolerate this anymore. 
the misery was all consuming. And it didn't matter how privileged my life was, something had to change. But by that point, it was no longer about feeling guilty and trying to give this a good go. I genuinely told myself that it couldn't be changed. It was just out of my power. Now that is what we would call a limiting belief. That's a belief that holds you back from making a change or believing that something else is possible. So what do people do when they're feeling really desperate? Well, lots of different things for different people. For me, it was a moment where limiting beliefs were short-circuited. It did not matter whether I thought I could succeed at changing my life there was not an option here. I tend to contemplate change for a long time, but when I'm ready to change, I am all in. I'm ready to light a match to what was, torch it down to the ground, and start over. There's a little bit of a phoenix there. So I still started this journey trying to change my circumstances. I sold my house, I started building a house that I've been building for the last two years and it's still not done. And I started investing in real estate, which was something that I have had a long-term interest in, but always held a limiting belief that I didn't know how to do that. Therefore, I couldn't actually do that. But if there's one thing I'm good at, it's learning. So I started taking real estate classes. And in one of these real estate classes, I encountered a physician turned life coach. Now this was almost a thunderclap moment because all I did was watch her coach other people, other physicians, but I saw right there the potential for what it could do for me. I had already put myself on meds at the beginning of the pandemic. I had never been on meds. I started seeing a therapist and I really loved seeing my therapist. It really gave me someone to talk to, but still I wasn't really making progress. Um, I still was pursuing changing my circumstances and not really taking ownership of the part I played in how my life was. So I started being coached and pretty early on realized that one of my fundamental issues was that I didn't know myself anymore. What I had cultivated through medical training and being a doctor were frankly character traits and habits that were very unserving to me, but I didn't know how to turn that off when I left the hospital. So for example, I stopped caring for myself 100%. Self-care, zero. Patient care, 100. I became much more perfectionistic. I didn't even know that was possible, that I could be more perfectionistic. But when you have patients' lives on the line, even though you know you're human and therefore by definition cannot be perfect, the system, society, and you, you still expect 
perfection from yourself. And if you didn't think that you could somehow deliver it, you wouldn't be doing this job. Now, I won't go into all of the different ways in which I realized I was disconnected. I will just say that this was the moment that I realized fundamentally I was not living authentically as myself, like myself who I was at the core. And that was unacceptable to me. I was not willing to do it anymore. So it transformed into this moment of, I have to let my authentic self out. And this means I have to unlearn a lot of behaviors and habits. And I have to recultivate the habits, the circuits in my brain that were serving for me. And if the authentic me just didn't fit anymore in my job or all these other things, oh well. Because I could not live being that person anymore. That person was miserable and hated her job and dreaded seeing her kids because she was not showing up as the mom she wanted to be. In order to make room for my authentic self, I had to burn my manual. That's it plainly. So here's what I mean by the manual, right? The manual is what your expectations are of yourself, how you believe you should act, and what you believe your priorities should be, and so much more. So my manual started when I was very, very young, and what got written into it was whatever I thought would help me achieve being a doctor. And then all through training, my manual was updated with what the expectations were to be a good resident and to actually finish training and succeed in being a doctor. And then other things that went into my manual, things like how to be a good mom, went into this manual. But I have to say, the manual was probably the single most destructive thing in my life because I never felt I measured up. And when I had accomplished the goal of being a doctor, and being a mom, then I had this book that didn't grow with me anymore because I had already achieved it. And then it was just this book of expectations that I could not live up to. And very clearly in my manual was the expectation that I care for myself last. And I don't even care for my kids first. It's you care for patients and the healthcare system first, and then it's your family, and then it's yourself. If there's any time left over, which you know as well as I know, there never was any time left over. If I kept measuring myself against this manual, which was completely created from past experiences and past goals, I was never going to know what I was capable of. Because what could happen hadn't happened yet. And there was no room in my manual for that. My manual only held things about what had happened in the past. What I had achieved in the past. The manual was keeping my life fixed and stagnant. And quite frankly, the idea of doing the exact same thing in my life, of doctoring and the way I was mothering, 
doing that until I retired just made me want to vomit. I mean, I was so unfulfilled. And right at the moment that I was contemplating change and really mulling it over, it went back to not only did I not believe that I could change my life, but I genuinely believed I shouldn't change it. Now, listen up, y'all. If you want to know whether you're having a thought that lives in your manual, if the word should is in it, that is definitely in your manual, right? So like just by the nature that my manual was all about being a doctor, living the life of a doctor, creating that dream for myself, I was telling myself like that's all it is. Like that's all there will ever be because that's all that's in my manual and I shouldn't change it. It was that much more unbelievable that I should change the manual because my manual was really, really thick. It started in childhood. When I got it through my head that where I started isn't where I had to end, I was truly ready to change. Rock bottom got me to this place of being receptive to life coaching, which frankly, just the name sounded really woo-woo to me. And the coaching transformed my life. And getting on this path was really a matter of choice, a matter of giving myself permission to take intentional, purposeful steps to get on a path to the life I choose that is designed to allow me to be my authentic self and promote my well-being. And when my well-being is promoted, I will promote the well-being of others naturally. So commitment to getting on this path got me there. Commitment that is so unshakable that the discomfort of pursuing change, radical change, didn't face me. I also had to address the sense of worthiness, right? I had to commit to myself that I'm worthy and deserving of creating and living a life I choose that promotes my well-being and preserves it, even during times of stress like a pandemic. And frankly, I just needed to commit to the idea that I deserved to feel better. It did not matter at all. Not one little bit. All the circumstances I changed. The only thing that mattered was changing myself, right? The revolution really was within me. And I know that sounds really simple and probably unbelievable, but I'm telling you, you are 100% exactly the right person to figure this out. But you might need a guide like I needed and found in life coaching. So this brings me to the reason I decided to start the podcast. Because I've had a blog, which is where I've been sharing some of my journey. But I'm really more of a talker. I like to write, but I'm more of a talker. And more than anything, as I've gone through this journey of changing my life, starting with changing myself and letting the real me come back out, I felt really alone. 
I didn't feel I had a gaggle of people to share my journey with that would really understand it. Now, let me be clear. I have an amazingly supportive family, but like all good families, they're not unbiased. So what I was seeking and really craving was a community of people who were undergoing a similar metamorphosis that I could talk to. Because, you know, I think it's pretty clear at this point after two years of pandemic that the vast majority of healthcare professionals are pretty miserable, but we don't actually talk about it. And I don't mean that we don't talk about system issues, etc. But the part that's really about us and like how we've lost ourselves and lost our ability to feel our feelings, that we do not talk about. So in this podcast, my goal is to normalize this. I want to create a community for all of us where we talk about the tolls of the career choices and how we bring ourselves back. Because as much as I have felt like it was a choice of either or, I could be a doctor and a version of myself that wasn't authentic, or I could be my authentic self and not a doctor, that's really a false choice. And again, another limiting belief. It's just shit I was telling myself. So this is my challenge to you. Are you going to decide today that today is the first day you start digging out of the hole? One shovel at a time. Because everything is figureoutable, except for maybe world peace. That seems to be a really hard one for the world. Take a moment to close your eyes and imagine who would you be if you didn't have a manual and you didn't live under the requirements that you set for yourself? Who would you be if you didn't have thoughts of negative self-talk, if you didn't constantly think there wasn't enough time, if you weren't constantly anxious, if you offered yourself at least as much compassion as you offer others. If you offered at least as much care to yourself as you show everyone else. Because here's the thing. Caring for yourself doesn't mean that you can't care for others. This is not an either or choice. That is a false choice. Being who you truly are, seeing your worth, caring for yourself, having compassion for yourself, it won't lessen what you offer the world. If anything, it will accentuate what you offer the world because you'll stop pouring from an empty cup. This truly is a me too moment. It doesn't have to mean me first, but it has to mean not last, not anymore. Who could you be and how could you feel 
If you set out to live the life that truly reflects your priorities and becomes the life that you choose and design on purpose, as I see it, that is the work, folks. That is the work we still need to do. You are not alone in this journey. Now, if you're sitting there feeling a bit overwhelmed at the magnitude of this change, just remember, change comes from one small step taken every day. You just have to remember three reasons why it's important to you and what your strong why is. Remember two reasons you are well equipped. And if you're sitting there saying, well, that's just not true. I'm not well equipped to change. I'm just here to tell you that that is absolute horseshit because it's just a limiting belief. It's only a thought. And then you just choose one next action. One next action that is a small step in the direction that you want to go. Wherever you are and whatever you're going through, just know that there is someone out there rooting for you. I am rooting for you. And I will root for you every week. Welcome to the tribe. Are you ready to start making progress forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.